Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. I'm Johnny Smith. I'm Richard Porter. And this is Smith & Sniff, a podcast in which two friends talk about cars and this week, retro vehicles on TV shows. Sorry, I'm a bit late to this recording. I um, I, <laughs> you are you are I've late. Been, I've been in the midst of a hairstyling disaster. What? Um, well, right. So it's lockdown. Hairdressers are shut. Yes. Um, it's a weird thing, actually. When did we go to Goodwood? It was what three, four three weeks ago. Three or four could be a month ago. Yeah. Yeah, so the week before that, I went for a proper haircut because okay. I thought we were going to be on camera, need to look smart. So I had a proper haircut with a week's leeway in case it didn't turn out quite right, that it could sort of, you know, settle in. Right. That was fine. Within a week after Goodwood, so sort of, you know, T minus two weeks from haircut day, my hair was suddenly really long, relatively Oh, did you it take just some kept growing? Did you take some naughty supplements? No, <laughs> I'm just no, asking. But just this week, a friend of ours um, has not been drinking for six weeks. And you know that I've basically been off the booze. Yeah. And this friend of ours said, "Oh, I'll tell you what, yeah, not drinking, it's great. Yeah, I feel I've got more energy and all this stuff." And I was like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." And he went, "Also, oh, my hair's got thicker, which apparently is a thing." what oh so maybe when is that the reason why boozing? i've gone bald i'm not even a big drinker. drinking i'm not a big drinker i haven't even got that to sit back on <laughs> well i don't know and I, I've, I've been meaning to look into this because he could have been talking shit obviously but he says yeah, it's, a, <laughs> it's a it's a fact that when you stop drinking particularly if you were if you were partial to a, a drop of booze that your hair gets thicker and i thought well maybe that's what happened to me that it got it wasn't getting long per se. It just sort of it got thicker, and that's why I seem to have a lot of hair really quickly after having a haircut. But it being lockdown, no hairdressers open, and no. it was getting quite out of hand. So I thought, screw it. I'll go back to my lockdown one strategy. I'll I'll run the clippers over it on the long setting. So it's it's really a trim. It's not like a it's not a buzz cut. Right. It just keeps things. It's just sort of you know a kind of keeping on a, top a sort of things. Of, yeah, just keeping on top of things. So I did that, and it was basically fine, but I sort of felt the sides needed a bit more work. Right. And this is where it all started to unravel. And you know that episode of Father Ted where he gets given a car to raffle for the church charity <laughs> and tries to tap a dent out? Yes. And then they do a fade to black and they fade back up again. It was a Mark 1 Rover 200. It was, um, it was. And wasn't it covered in strange dents? Yeah, it, they they fade up again, and he, it basically looks like a golf ball because he's <laughs> chased, and it's it's quite relatable because you go, oh yeah, that kind of thing happens. You chase the one floor around the whole thing until you've ruined the whole car, or in my case, ruined my whole head because <laughs> I I started trying to trim the sides a bit more, and it just all went a bit wrong. And I sort of had a feeling in my bones that it wasn't quite right, but obviously you you can't 
see you can't get a 360 view of your own head so i no i just went downstairs not possible nothing was said and then i could see and i always know when i've screwed up cutting my own hair because i have done it before my wife her eyes just start flicking up towards bits of my head where my eyes aren't so i know that she's checking it out and i'm waiting for her to go um is it have you what have you done uh, which she did, and I, I was look. I'll, I'll, I think, I'll sort it out. I'll I think sort my, it out. My and then, missus would have said that within five seconds of walking in the room. Yeah, she's cunning. My wife. She she just waits. She's like a cat. You know how cats can stay for ages in long grass, just wiggling a bit before oh, they jump I love on that. a mouse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's my you, wife. She, like hairstyle fun, burns like a funnel web spider. They're feeling the twinges on the edge of the web. Yeah, but they know. <laughs> they know they've got it all in hand. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's the it's, funnel web wife it's the sport of it isn't it the funnel <laughs> wife spider <laughs> uh, she'll be delighted with that yeah um, there's nothing better than calling your wife a funnel <laughs> the world's most deadly spider yeah um, anyway yes so yeah, okay um, so you've trashed your head I, but you I've can't trashed my head. Anyway. so basically I've, I've been chasing the the self haircutting errors around my own head to the point where now this morning i was just like there's nothing for it just gonna have to all over on a low setting so i've gone full suede head now just to to try and vanish see do you look like me now i'm a bit longer than me a little bit longer than you but not a lot i've gone down to a grade four and if i'm honest there you can still see where i've fucked up one side of my head and and to banish that i would have to three it possibly even lower so you've got two you've got two choices now yeah Neither of them I've ever done. I'm working on one of them. One of them, you now go crazy with the weights and you build your body up to compensate. So it doesn't matter what's going on in your head anyway. You're ripped. You're good. Do you think I've got time to do that before my hair grows back? I'm thinking before Christmas. 24th of December is is your deadline, really. I'm going to need some roids, aren't I, though? You can be fully. Actually, stick. You can be fully torn up for Christmas. <laughs> um, <laughs> what do you want for Christmas, Rich? Do you know what? I'd love to be absolutely and insanely ripped, if yes. that's possible. And can I have three tins of tuna for Christmas lunch, please? Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Some steamed salmon yes. and broccoli, please. With for nothing Christmas else. Lunch. I don't want any garnishes or any embellishment, please. And then just a, 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 a absolutely massive, like a litre container with a handle on it full of some kind of roid based smoothie yeah it's 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 yogurty porridgey uh, energy slop that you just tip down the gullet hold your breath <laughs> and crack on <laughs> and the second the second thing is i i maybe i'll i'll gift you i might get you a magnus walker hat a magnus a, walker hat well if you think magnus walker has always got a hat on always even in hot oh. hot hot la summer yeah, but I could get some dreads woven in, so you oh, could have. I see what you mean, like those comedy you know, Scottish hats they sell at the border. Yeah, so you could get, and you've got a nine eleven, so you're okay. You're you're cool. So you well, that's no, funny actually, because just before we we started recording, I was just looking at myself in the mirror and going, right, okay, well that'll do. But I may <laughs> have to let my beard grow a bit longer to sort of even out. And basically, I'm now flipping my own head upside down. Yes. The long hair will be on the lower portion and the shorter hair on the top bit, just temporarily, I think. But anyway, yes. yeah, no, so yes. that's, that's um, my 
the six or seven minute excuse for why I was a bit late to. Um, I was going to say you've, you've, used, you've used a large amount of our podcast to talk about that. Just but driveling luckily, on about, about I'm my all right. own incompetence. Uh, I'm, I'm yeah, all right what, with that. I'm all um, right with what that. What I actually wanted to uh, talk about um, this week. Oh, I'll say what. Well, first of all, last week we were talking about Robert Plant because we found his. Oh, we'd seen that his old Audi A8 had been for sale. Correct. And after that, after we'd finished recording, like pretty much straight away, I went and put some Led Zepp on because I've listened to some Led Zepp, Led Zepp for ages. Of course like, you it did. suddenly occurred to it's me. brilliant. Robert Plant has got a very high revving voice. High you know revving, high revving. His voice is in a low gear and, <laughs> and nudging the red line a lot. <laughs> okay, I, yeah, I wasn't expecting you to say that, but I know what you mean. High revving voice. He's and then the mind is whirling I was now. On I, then I was. Um, I was walking the dog and I just got I got some music on shuffle. Yeah. And Sweet Child O oh Mine came on. Of course. And I realised Axel Rose, high revving voice. Oh, Axel Rose. And he can go super kind of um, gravelly and muttery, but then well, shriek. Yeah. Okay. Even within so. Sweet Child O oh Mine, which is probably not the, the, the best example of his range, if you like. But even no. in Sweet Child O oh Mine, at some points it does feel like he's in fifth. And it's just the voice is cruising, and then suddenly, while still at the same speed, he knocks it into second, and you're like, "Oh my Jesus!" <laughs> well, is accidentally this? knocks it into second, <laughs> or is it, you know, like completely just smashes the stick across? Or if it's an auto, he'll knock it back twice rather than once, and then leave it in hold. So it's sitting there at six thousand RPM, unable to do anything because you've commanded it, and the auto box is just <laughs> screaming and sweating. <laughs> That's a good one. I was thinking, um, you got, you got, we got, you got my mind racing now. I'm thinking, uh, do you know what? It's coming up for Christmas. Mariah Carey. There's a vocal range. I mean, she's not a rock oh star, God. but she's an amazing singer. So she's definitely quite, yeah. Carey. I mean, there's some variable, there's some variable timing and lift in there somewhere, then, isn't there? Because to get that range of of um, revs oh. within the voice. Exactly, the, and reliability. Sort of silky smooth low down. Yeah, and, and she's very reliable. smooth at the top end as well. She's very and reliable, smooth. yes. So she's running on 0.50 weight oil, and she's oh God, uh, yeah. 100%. And she's VTEC, as you said. She's got yeah. to be. She's When 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 the Mariah Carey VTEC kicks in, yo, the, what would it be, the vo- <laughs> vocal, vocal VTEC? It's vocal VTEC. That's exactly what it is. But it's definitely, I think you're right, it's VTEC. It's not um, like the Toyota VVTi, was it, type thing. where VVTi, yeah. The, the switchover seemed to happen about 500 revs before the red line, so it wasn't very usable. Carey, Carey. she can sit up there on the hotter the hotter lobes for ages. Yeah, so she she's, she's a sort of later Honda VTEC she's, system. She's controlling the breathing. Oh, she's Type R. She's uh, or Type M or whatever you call herself. Whereas Carey spec, yeah. Whereas you've got like um, I'm t- trying to think, female vocalist Sia mm. with the with the with the sort of we don't quite know what her face looks like, or maybe we do. I can't remember anymore. She, I she, do because I went to a gig years ago, at basically above a pub in Camden, and she was the vocalist with I can't remember who was. The actual band were what was it zero seven or something? I can't remember. You were yeah. at pub pub with Sia. Yeah. 
Oh, cool. And she was the and, she, and she, but this was before she decided she didn't want anyone to see her face, so she was just on stage. See her face. Good. I can see what you did. I there. Could, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is that why she's called that? Because you can't her. see her. You should see her face. I, I saw someone on Twitter last week uh, noting that um, somebody has gone through dozens, like actually dozens, of Brian Eno music videos on YouTube <laughs> and just commented on each one, and that dozens of them, he knows what he's doing. <laughs> and he just, I, what, what, I got, it's almost like an art project. Oh, in fact, maybe it is it. because it's Brian Eno. Maybe Brian Eno, in fact, has done that himself. But because the dedication to go, I'm just going to keep looking at Brian Eno videos and just put the same comment on every one. It's, there's I mean, something I, quite majestic about I it. I quite like it because there's dedication there and, and repetition is key in, in comedy, apparently. Isn't yes. It? In the mm. same way that I just can't believe that they got Rob Brydon to promote P&O Ferries. They should have got Brian Ferry. Yeah. This would have worked. And it would have been, it would have, would have been the gift that kept on giving, wouldn't it? Brian's Ferries. Oh, he's, maybe he's just going to set up a rival company. Just at the moment where most ferry companies go, I'm going to jack this in because n- nobody wants a ferry. They just use the tunnel. But Brian's like, no, I'll invest. I'm going to buy a couple of massive diesel ships and, <laughs> and have like cabaret on there, you know, suave Some cabaret. kind of oh, very suave cabaret. Brian's Ferries. No it just sounds like a cheap cab firm, doesn't it? You know? Hi, I'm Brian Ferry. Trust me to ferry you home. Now the um, party's over. <laughs> oh, he's the even ferry. done his own theme tune. Of course, he does. Ah. Got his own jingle. I see you standing there. You're a trucker. Did we talk about this on the podcast, or was it just some shit we were? I think it's something to we, each other. I think it was a late night WhatsApp. That, that I had a, an idea for a video for that song where he's. It starts with him just emerging from a seven series that's like an eighties one that's fully buried into a ditch, <laughs> and he's wearing a white dinner suit, but. With one sleeve missing for reasons that never explain, and it's, it's covered in all off. manner of stuff like blood and things, and, and, and none of this is explained. Yeah, and he's just he's still being suave to the camera, but unfortunately, his suaveness is undermined by clearly a cr- some shit has gone down crash. this evening. Yeah, <laughs> has he got a microphone with a cable that disappears off camera, <laughs> and you actually <laughs> and you don't know it where it came snagging from? Snagging on stuff <laughs> on like hedges, a bit of gorse, or the further away from the crashed car he gets, the more that the cable is actually dragging other items along with him, like <laughs> underwear and stuff. Oh, and an under tray. There'll be a there'll be a random under tray halfway along the road where it where it where it had its first clip before the. Oh, big there's a. When we went away the other week up to Suffolk, uh, I went for a little run up the um, up the lane where we were staying, and there was a did. there was a huge under tray. I wanted to stop, yeah. and have a good poke at it to see if it had got a logo on it, so I could find out what car it was from. But it was out there uh, full because. The lane wasn't very. It wasn't um, tarmac. It was. It was a bit rutted and lumpy, and, and uh, yeah. it was an under tray losing lane. If you were in a, a normal car, you'd get some scrapage, yeah. and somebody had clearly had the ultimate scrapage under tray off and dumped <laughs> at the side of the road. It's always a and, sign um, of flash flooding. There's always an abundance yes. of under trays. <laughs> I've noticed that. <laughs> Why they never mention it on the weather? They go a heavy rain in the West Country has led to flash flooding. So please. Do be careful of your under trays. 
Or, or just, yeah, there's flash flooding and also uh, several reports of rogue undertrays littered across yeah. the <laughs> There's a special undertray symbol on the weather map. There's, and a whole front of undertrays moving up here from Cornwall towards <laughs> Bristol. Hang on, why? That's, that's our, surely that's our calling for um, Spring Watch, you and I. Oh, what, just reaching around the countryside looking for undertrays? The the seasonal changes, because, you know, hot weather usually means tyre treads are missing on the uh, motorways. Huge pieces of tyre tread, usually lorries. Um, And aside from bottles of piss, there's usually rogue trainers and also bits of bicycle and roof box. But, um, yeah, we could could go around finding rogue undertrays. I think that would be... Although Um, rogue undertrays definitely sounds like a support band. I know we say this every time. Yes, and uh, uh, tonight in session, Rogue Undertrays. They're uh, supporting okay, Sleaford Mods, aren't they? From Epsom. Um, since you've mentioned tyres, there's something else I wanted to talk to you about. Is that video you sent me of um, <laughs> those tyres that your <laughs> brothers bought? <laughs> well, yeah. My brother, uh, I've said it before, <clears throat> we we share a passion in, in that we, we share um, interesting cars and we share careers in the car world but we're very different people and 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 he works on beautiful pre-war stuff mostly um and he's a a massive perfectionist although you wouldn't know it looking at his daily driver and um his daily driver is a a mark IV golf diesel that he bought off a friend actually um years ago as a spares or repair car and decided immediately it wasn't spares it was repair And yeah, he's been he's been nursing it for years. It was his first modern golf. He had Mark Twos years ago, skipped the Mark Three, went to mm. Passat. But yeah, he he went to the scrapyard the other week, and he buys various bits from scrapyards for his other golf, his wife's golf, and um, he bought some tires. Yeah, from the scrapyard, he buys sometimes buys tires from the scrapyard. They're you know they're good, <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, what, they're good, but they're also they're not as good as, say, new, new tyres. I no. mean, I don't, you know, I, how... It, it, it's it's just, funny. I feel like tyres are one of those things that I just... It, it makes me a bit squeamish thinking about second-hand tyres. I'm sure they're fine, but you just... I mean, tyres for normal cars aren't no. idiotically well, expensive, it, are they? How much is he paying? I don't know how much he's paying. Tires? And I also... Do, and I know that he's... He doesn't like big rims on cars. He he always goes with OEM wheels. Can't stand aftermarket alloys. He's always ribbed me about liking me modifying cars and things. But hmm. yeah, they're only fifteens. I think he's only running fifteens or sixteens. But um, yeah, he's 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 a good lad, my brother. And he's he, his cars are always just you know kept okay. You know, there's <laughs> there's, there's always an it's an it's out they're, they're okay. But needless to say, yeah, he. Doesn't like spending a great deal of money on on a daily hack. You don't but because say. He's a mecha- because he's a mechanic and he's very much the mend and make do. He likes to dismantle things mm. and work out the problem. And uh, yeah, and he loves still loves a good cl- scrapyard to the point where the scrapyard he went to last week, which is fairly local to me, maybe fifteen miles away, he found of all things in a scrapyard a Mark II Granada estate. Mm. 
and and I'm like, what uh, what on earth is that doing in a scrapyard? Because that is like the favourite, you know, that is the pinnacle of banger racing car. Mm. That is the best of the best. How come it's not been immediately put around the short oval track? Well, it's because it looks like a tree's fallen on it. The roof is completely V-shaped, like in the middle. Right. So either a lorry has fallen on it or a tree has fallen on it or, I don't know, bulldozers accidentally nudged it. But, yeah, it's like in 2020 I did not expect to see a Mark II Granada in a, in a scrapyard. But yeah, you yeah. think it would have been <clears throat> picked clean at the least. But Yeah, totally. Is your brother totally. older or younger than you? Two years older. Oh, okay. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Um, he's a good, he's a good lad, Greg. He's very talented. I know, and I—that's um, the thing. Like <clears throat> professionally, you know, he's got a real craftsman's touch, yeah. hasn't he? But um, personally, I would not get in a car with him at this time of year because he buys tyres from a scrapyard <laughs> and they don't fucking match or come from any companies that you've heard of. But you know, <laughs> no, I do, I do love the name. If I had a pre-war Bentley that needed than- restoring, I would be straight over to his place. He's he's built cars for Pebble Beach, you know, and that's the irony of all of this. But sometimes his own his own sort of daily little hack is is at the other end of the automotive spectrum. It's always Sorry, the why, way, why? though, isn't it? It's the it's it the, is always the way. It's the plumber's bathroom syndrome. It's absolutely the plumber's bathroom situation. Never have a poo at a plumber's house because he's a precision engineer, um, and that was his always his background training. He did, when he did his apprenticeship and stuff. He's always been the guy who says, I don't, Johnny, you can polish cars all you like. I don't care about shiny paint. I care about what's going on underneath. And he was always the one that said, my car will always look like shit, but it will always have good tight steering, safe suspension. You know, it will it will work. And, and I can get in it and drive it flat out to Scotland whenever you want. And he's always maintained that. He hates polished, clean, bling cars, as he calls them. But he loves a... A car that's been mechanically gone through, and anyway, while I'm saying this, I can't keep, I can't stop thinking about you and your Robert Plant and Axel Rose engine analogies. <laughs> I've, I've got one for you. I've got yeah, one. Go on, Florence and the Machine. Yeah, she, she's she's a um, an S two thousand. She's a Honda S two thousand. Do you not oh, think, um, or not? Mm, interesting. Yes, maybe. Or, or is that not? Or <clears throat> I don't know. I think she goes a bit mad at the top end. Oh, like, she does. She's go a bit mad. screechy at the top end. So, what is she? Uh, what's what is the machine with I Florence? Mean, a pretty what is Florence's it's a pretty machine? wide rev range on her voice, but but yeah, gets <clears throat> gets a bit screechy and not necessarily that pleasant. I wonder whether with her, it's the gearbox that's making all the noise. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. 
Get started today at plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. plushcare.com slash weightloss. Oh, hang on. Is she straight cut gears? Straight cut mini, gears. Oh, I think she... Um, yeah, um, was she an A-series? She's an A-series, like a, a racy A-series. A racy... Where the gearbox is louder than the engine. Yeah, and it all, but it all combines together into quite a sort of high, furious noise at That's right. extreme revs. And some people find it pleasant to listen to and some people not so much. So, you know, it's sort of... It's, it's an, maybe an acquired taste, but... We all have a hunger. We all have a yeah. hunger. She's, she's totally... She's sequential, isn't she? She's just banging the stick back. Back again, back again, back again. We're just rising and rising and rising. That, that transmission squeal that you get from, from race cars. Well, you see, I think if you listen to a song like um, Emotions by Mariah Carey, I'd say that Carey is a is a double clutch because she can shift up. She's a P- PDK. Yeah, I'd say so because you listen to something like that. Oh, she can properly do a scale <laughs> without any any gap between. I mean, that's your double clutch voice, surely. <laughs> Whereas I'm trying to think who. <laughs> I don't know. Like John Bon Jovi, I feel like old-fashioned manual because he has to take a little pause before he kicks it up a notch. Oh, he does. So he's awkward, um, that that BMW M3 CSL box. Yeah, he could just be a manual. I mean, I sort of feel like uh, Morton Harkett, very smooth, like... um, I don't know. I mean, he could almost be like a... Yeah, like a racing racing V12 out of one of Mm. Tom Walkinshaw's XJSs. Yes. But it's still a manual box on it, so... Yes. Give all your love to <gasps> clutch in, clutch out again. Me, me. Uh, you know. Okay, so like, there's, a there's a bit of a. Yeah. There has to be a change. He can't just. Uh, he can't just shift up seamlessly. So, Sia, what is Sia? Is she? She's a CVT. Yeah, all over the shop. <laughs> because Sia, Sia's got that lovely sort of gravelly uh, thing, but then she can throw it super high. So it's like, you know, like a it's a it's a thingy, um, an Uber. It's an Uber Prius with the CVT, which is just, no one cares about the gearbox. They're just mashing the throttle pedal and just seeing what happens yeah. <laughs> without any regard. <laughs> without any regard. And it can flutter. It can go from idle, from stop start to just... F- Foot flat down, six and a half thou, still with the still with the catalytic converter, stone cold. It's all over the shop. <laughs> oh, this could go. Well, listeners, what what match and match a good a vocalist to an engine? Yeah, to their engine. Uh, we're, based we're on their, their range <clears throat> and the camminess of their voice. Um, <clears throat> I do enjoy that. I do enjoy that. Oh, hey, are you um, watching the new series of The Crown? I haven't. I haven't. I've been watching other things. The Crime, um, as I think you probably should call it. Because they're <laughs> all if extreme people. I've <laughs> received crine. pronunciation. The, yeah. cr- the Crime. The Crime. The Crime. Are you watching The Crime? Uh, yes. Uh, yes. 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 I think we've ears. said before, you can tell when someone is incredibly posh because when they say yes, they actually say ears. It's the so crane. true. Is 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 is. I'm I'm <laughs> I haven't got round to the crown yet at all. Um, have you I've not? Watched, have you not watched it? No, I'm sort of saving myself. It is. Uh, it's very well made. I've, I've, it's got Gillian Anderson in it, hasn't it? Yeah, this is what everyone's talking about. In fact, funnily enough, a, a friend of ours. Um, I was talking to the other day, and he hadn't watched any of the crane, and he decided to give it a try. 
But he thought, I'll oh, screw it. I'll just, <laughs> I'll just leap in with the, the fourth series, which was just released last week. And, um, and, uh, and but he, he, you know, some snafu on whatever box he's using to watch Netflix. And it started with series one, but he didn't realize. And series one is like in the uh, 30s, is it? I forget. Now. Yeah. Yes, and he was thinking, right. bloody hell, they're going to have to get a clip on to bring this up to the 80s. And he was completely baffled at the pace of it. <laughs> and apparently, he he messaged his niece, who's in her 20s, and went, Is this, does it, how are they going to get to Margaret Thatcher? And she went, I think you're watching series one, uncle. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yes, Gillian Anderson is playing Margaret Thatcher, which um, uh, is, I think, the MASH had a... A good headline about uh, Margaret Thatcher, played by Gillian Anderson, is is the ultimate left wing challenge wank. But um, oh, it's, it, well, it, it isn't it just her performance just? is a bit is a bit odd. I think it's like she's got <clears throat> the tone of Margaret Thatcher's voice right, but sometimes she sounds a bit like she's doing. Do you remember Peter Serafinovitz used to do a character called Brian Butterfield? I the, do the Brian Butterfield yes. diet plan. Pork cylinders, fluffy rats, and, all that. and and she sounds like she's doing, doing like a female Butterfield. It's I am your prime monster, and you're like, what? Why are you saying words weird? So, but That's it's good. Right. It's very good. It's it, we're only three episodes in. The reason I bring it up, and I was hoping that you'd watched it, is that uh, it's now in the eighties, and so we're getting into an era of very relatable cars for people of our age for, for people off of our age yeah and it's yeah good but it's not quite bang on oh when, is it a bit like ashes to ashes with the yeah. quattro being on the wrong the wrong number plate yeah that really still really annoys me actually that's one of the one of the continuity errors that i not continuity but sort of um accuracy errors that i spotted was there's a scene where uh, there's no spoilers in this, I think. I think everybody knows that Princess Diana married Prince Charles. That's not what, a chin, spoiler chin, spo- chin spoilers. Chin spoilers. Um, is there a couple of yeah, quite bad rubber body bump, kit on a, on, a, on a cavalier. <laughs> no, she's walking down the street. Um, uh, just There's a scene where she starts getting papped because she's sort of been, you know, discovered as Prince Charles's new girlfriend or whatever. And, um, and there's an Audi 80. They've dressed the street with lots of early 80s cars, and you go, oh, that's nice to see, isn't it? Well done. They've put some work in there. Not one of those ones where they're sort of, they've put like, you know, period dramas, they put two Morris Oxfords in the back of shot, but then you can see like a, a fucking Prius driving by in the far background, and you just go, oh, you couldn't close the street, could you? Uh, this is, the, you know, they've, they've dressed a whole street with probably like sort of a dozen 80s cars, but as she walks past this Audi 80, they then show the back of it, and it's an X-Reg, and you go, hang on a minute, this is supposed to be 1980. That car's oh, like... Oh, 81? Go, That's actually a bit fucking sloppy, the crown. Come on, you wouldn't, you wouldn't go and put someone in like a global hypercolor t-shirt and then go oh sorry were they not around in 1981 we can't remember it's it's just i i it always annoys me when they it's can't be acceptable. bothered properly with cars because they pay so much attention to the clothes and all the other the details the, well also the the budget's obviously there to make it work yeah the See, budget I, I, is insane <clears throat> on that show it must be there's a bit where I prince want- charles gets off a plane and i swear it was shot at dunsfold where top gear is filmed and um but it's just one shot of him getting off a, of an RAF passenger plane and into a limo yeah. and then driving off. And you go, no, if that was done at Dunsfold, well, no matter where it was done, it feels like 
that's just one shot and they must have had to go down there and set up and get it done and then later there were some other bits of people getting on and off planes i presume they mopped up all the shots in one go but even so that's a high budget program when they can just go to one specialized location yeah and get borrow a plane a yeah borrow plane. a plane and a load of cars and dress everyone in the right clothes and light it and have all the catering and the dressing rooms on wheels and all that stuff for one shot where of a man getting off a plane and into a car that's when you know there's a bit of money behind it but um yeah there's there's another bit where there's um uh, which happens in 1979 and there's a mark V cortina and because i'm such a tedious man i had to look this up because it's a specific event that happened so i looked up when the event happened and then i looked up when the mark V cortina was launched and basically it's like the cortina happened just after the event so that was um I'm looking forward to the crown. I am. I am getting. It's really to good. I mean, it's very it, enjoyable. Gonna... But but yeah, if you, as it gets into a, an era of cars that we know, you, I wonder you, if you'll start got... to go. Oh, I tell you what. Conversely, there's a whole sequence where the royal family are up in Scotland at Balmoral and they go off um, hunting and just you know attacking animals as they love to do. And the crane. throughout the crane, and, <laughs> it is um, C R I N E. I've written it in my notes because I wrote down things I wanted to talk to you about this week, and and I've written the crime C R I N E because uh, yes because that's it's like it's a crime, crime but it's not Should it's we watch a crime. The crime on Netflix um, <laughs> so uh, Netflix not Netflix and actually that's not that's Kiwis um, no there's a sequence where they're all off in the wilds of Scotland and uh, they just travel everywhere in old series Land Rovers and you sort of go I bet that's accurate. Because a temptation, if you were just making it up, is to go, oh, well, they're royals. So when was it? It was the late 70s, early 80s. But oh, the Range Rover was around then. They'd all be in Range Rovers, wouldn't they? Because they're the royals and they're posh. But no, old money. The Range Rover, it is even old then, money. the Range Rover would have been a bit too a bit too new, a bit too flash. And you're like, do we need to? No, we don't need to. We'll be okay. We'll yeah. be okay. We'll be okay. These, See, these things are perfectly serviceable, aren't they? So I'm without seeing the crown. One thing I'm hoping is there's that there's, there's when Lady Di um, gave birth to William, mm. and her and Charles and William left the hospital and went home for the first time in front of the press. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they went in a Mark II for Granada estate. Oh, but it was the but the stretch wheelbase one, the super rare one, which is a mint the Minster. I think it was called the Minster. So the back door is longer. Shall I and. Hang on. And I'm it's super, this. super oh. rare because the the saloon was the more common one with the slightly longer back door, but you could get an estate coach built one, and wow. that's what the Royals have, which is stealth wealth beyond belief. Yeah. You're taking a, a working-class estate car and you're stretching the back door by about three inches. Well, now, hardly in, in we, just, we just watched episode three, and uh, Diana is preggers for the first time, so... Well, now I'm going to look forward to this. And if they let me oh, down, it, so help me God, I'm going to be writing a letter to the crane. Now, look here. The crane. The crane. <laughs> Who do you people... Yes, it's here. I've got a picture. It, oh, and you're right. Okay. It's got an incredibly long back door. It's, and not many people notice it. And there is... Bloody there hell. is There are hardly any left in existence, oh. but I, there is a guy with one in the UK. There's at least one left. Uh, well, now, um, there is hope here. I'll let you know when I've watched that before. But there is hope because there is one piece of... I mean... I was going to say car accuracy. They'd have really dropped the ball if they'd missed this one. In Series 3, there is a sequence with Princess Anne and the Reliant Scimitar. Of course there is. 
And of course there is. Is uh, that like actually, a drinking game? Yeah. As soon as you, <laughs> as see, as you see Princess Anne, Anne in a scimitar. And the Reliant, you have to down a, 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 a stiff drink of whatever. The app that we watched last night, there was a bit where Princess Anne is a bit down in the dumps and she's talking to the Queen. And I was so hoping that they were going to have the Queen go... Would it help if I bought you another scimitar? But she doesn't, <laughs> so uh, it was all ruined. But um, the I'm looking uh, forward to it. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, uh, I mean, you know, if you're looking for my, stuff to watch, it is, it is very good. And um, and yeah, well, anyway, that's what I just want. I, I, I've just finished the Queen's Gambit. Oh, that's called. good, isn't it? Um, and we're not we're not paid to talk about any of these shows. I know, it sounds guys. like we're plugging um, plugging Netflix. Yeah, but that was good because that that had. That had some good cards in it. One of when she went to Russia for the chess championship and she got picked up in a chaika. Is it a chaika? Yeah, I think so. Um, that was quite a cool car. But the the, the, and the, the Corvair. Did you see the Corvair in it? Oh yes, there was a Corvair that which is also. Fantastic. Do you want to know something mad about the crane? Not the crane. Sorry, the Queen's the crane. The, the Queen's Gambit. Uh, it, do you know where the Queen's Gambit was largely filmed? You're going to say the UK. Close. Germany, was it? Yeah, and this now kind of messed with my head a little bit. That, like the again, not these aren't these aren't spoilers, but the big school that she's at, Germany, yes. is it all the stuff that's supposed to be Las Vegas, Germany? Um, oh. and I think they did it in Berlin. I think it's because they could get some. There's a whole variety of styles of architecture there. I guess so like, even the bit there's a Paris scene, yeah. Germany, and. Um, but what, what messed with my head was that the house that she lives in, that was yep. in Canada. So that is tr- sort of because so they, they couldn't find an authentically North American looking house in um, in Germany, I guess. But uh, the big schools in Germany and some of those sequences where that Corvair is driving along what to me looked like sort of, I imagine the roads in Kentucky look like, was done yep. in Germany. And then I suddenly thought, hang on a minute. The Corvair pulls up outside the house, and then later it pulls up outside the school, and it's driving along those roads. There must have been two identical Corvairs. And then I thought, actually, that's not that mind-boggling. I suppose they just found two identical Corvairs. And I said this to my wife, and she just went, you work in television. Why are you amazed about this? I was going to say, (laughs) you know how this works. I'm really glad that you've said this, because two nights ago, when I watched the last episode... Hmm. Um, I when it was driving down the Corvair was driving down the street I actually said to Chops I turned to her and I said that I am convinced is somewhere in Europe it's not America there's something ah. about it and I don't know why I just had that innate feeling you know when a human is being watched and you feel like you're being watched but you can't <laughs> see who's watching you I felt that now before I forget before we go down another I'm going to mention you were talking about The Crown yeah Gillian Anderson being one of the actors in it yeah I haven't seen The Crown, but what I have seen is Sex Education. Um, ah. And I was a bit i was a bit late to it, but I, I saved myself for it. Yeah. Um, and she's obviously one of the main um, characters in it, driving a Mercedes 123. And I realised it's a 200T model, which was the same model as the one I had. And um, I, that, for cars, if you're, if you're into cars, and also fantastic, fantastically shot and street scenes. It's just really interesting mashup of fashion and vehicles. You've got maestros in it, uh, Mark III escorts. Um, is it British? Golfs. Then it, it is, this is the thing. There's no reference, as far as I can remember, on sex education where 
it is set mm. but all all of the people in it are, or most of the people in it are british right and but it but the school and the fashions are sort of american 80s mm. but yet there's mobile phones in it and texting and stuff right and yet and and it turns out i think it was filmed in its entirety in a, a valley in wales <laughs> right so there's there's a really mad mashup but i have to say it's a really good show anyway and i'm sure you've all seen it because it's actually been out a while now it's just me that was late to it no i haven't in, seen it and then funnily enough someone else a mutual friend of ours recommended it to me just this week so um well yeah. you will love it because of the cars but also gillian anderson in it and she's gorgeous and i haven't got a thing for honestly but she's driving a w123 as well is she doing an so english accent in this she one? she she is doing an english accent i mean it's weird because she actually she, does have an english accent in real life and it uh we had yeah. her as a guest on top gear years ago and she showed yeah, up she and did. she and she just talked in sort of pretty, pretty sort of well-spoken english accent and we were all completely thrown off and thought she was putting it on or something but you forget she is sort of english isn't she and she is she is English she's, when she was doing I, Scully she was doing the American accent very much and I think everyone presumes she was American as a result mm. I still uh, ever since Scully and the X-Files is still she's just brilliant she's one of my favourites loads of the people just, in the uh, Queen's Gambit are British as well yeah, there are a few actually. Yes, the guy, right. the, the guy, bloke from About a Boy. Yes. is that right? Yeah, yeah. To, uh, but then I the other remember. chess guy, um, the other one who comes to see her, a uh, sort of nerdy bloke. He's British. The lead, she's kind of British, like I think her dad's British, and she lived all over the world. And there's another one as well. When are we going to get asked to appear in a in a film? Because um, I think we, sh- I think, I think, never. I think we should. What, yeah, well, we've got what? friends who are film directors. We should just do muscle in and go, we, can suppose, we be extras? Mm. I don't want to be yeah. like Mr. Wint and Mr. Kidd from that 70s James Bond that I've forgotten the name of. <laughs> oh, yeah. We <laughs> always get Bond the... wrong for some reason, so I, I can't remember which... I know which one you mean. It's funny, Mr. Actually, Wint and Mr. Kidd were very creepy. A mate of mine who you might have, I might have introduced you to, he was doing a film and he did say... You, you can come and be an extra. There's a cafe scene that we're doing this week. If you want to come and be an extra, you can. But quite honestly, you'll just be sitting around for ages, and it's, it's I wouldn't bother. And I kind of went, "Yeah, you're right. I won't bother." Which I thought was, in a way, was a bit ungrateful. But he did sort of give me the out. And I think anyone who's ever been around <laughs> filming knows that it does take fucking ages. Oh, it does when it's a quality production, especially. Mm. You've been well, involved in some of those. I have. Yeah, I've been involved in some dog shit as well. <laughs> oh, that's what I was going to say about the 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 ultimate self own of my um, self imposed military spec haircut is. I thought, oh, it's fine. I'll just lop the lot off, and it'll be okay. And you know, because I'm not doing anything, I'm not going anywhere at the moment. I mean, we're technically under lockdown. And then I suddenly remembered, in a couple of weeks, I think I'm doing something on camera. So you absolutely like flipped. a proper TV show. So I've. Really, I really knackered myself You're there. Have to wear your Magnus Walker nine eleven hat. Yeah, I did honestly think I was like, would I look like a total tool if I wore a hat on camera? And then I thought, yeah, it's a hard one to pull off because I'm not a hat person, really. Well, Jason Plato famously did it on. I think it was one episode of, or maybe two episodes of Fifth Gear before I started. He wore a pork pie hat. I think it was. <laughs> what? And, and to the and certain people rib him about it to this day. I think he was just going through an experimental phase, and he just turned up one day with this hat on. <laughs> 
and look like a character out, out of, a, of, a, of, a, of a old film. <laughs> it's very strange. And then he, yeah, he's hanging the backside out of an AMG all day, but driving but a wearing very, a pork pie, wearing a strange hat. Yeah, yeah, I know. Sadly, it's very odd. Very That's the odd. thing. I, I, sorry to bring up my hair again, but I, I, we went out You've for a walk, it, yeah. and it was just this part way through me mauling my own hair, and um, and I, 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 um, I had to wear a baseball cap, which I do own because I've got one just for walking the dog and stuff. But, but we we went out. I don't often wear it sort of out in the daytime, and and and, uh, and my wife went, "Are you wearing that hat because you fucked up your hair?" And I, yeah, yeah, I did, yeah. So, and then when we got home, I started looking up. I thought maybe I need a flat cap. I don't own a flat cap. Maybe I need a flat cap. So I'm, I'm this screwing my own hair over. I might become a hat person for a bit. I'm 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 doing more hats, but you're that's quite just hatty because... already, though, aren't you? I, I always, you know, you you can rock a hat uh, and get away. With it. I like it. I'm, I've always been a cap person, even when I had lots of hair. Um, I'm a cap person still at heart, rightly or wrongly. And but I'm think I'm gonna I might merge into I'm I'm going down the sort of the sort of flat cap or the sort of military cap route. I might actually ask Father Christmas for an interesting oh, yeah, hat. That's a good idea. Uh, I when I say one interesting, of I don't of... mean like a. I don't want to look like a dick. I, no, I like it's a hard one, isn't it? Because I, I bought ages ago. I just needed a dog walking hat, and before I bought a, a you know, a bog standard baseball cap, I, I bought one of those sort of slightly military style hats. That's it's a cap, and it's your classic middle aged dad cap. That's a it's a green canvasy kind of. You'd know the sort if you saw it. And I think it's a military style. Is military style, but a, I think Colonel Gaddafi spec. A bit Colonel Gaddafi, yeah, or a bit, a little bit Fidel Castro, perhaps. But oh, Castro see, cap, yes, yes, see, yeah. You see a lot of dads wearing them, but you have to be sort of over forty, and it's, it's. I don't know. There's something. I just I it's put over it on, and my wife just went, and no. you, Oh, that's bad when the wife does that because yeah. you you're immediately you're squashed down to a very small height. Yes, you can't you can't come back from that. <laughs> it's very hard to come back from that. But I know exactly what you mean. I know the hat. I know the style. I, I'm I f- I'm feeling it. Uh, in the same way, I've actually got some very good quality um, manufacturers or automotive related hats. But I just don't know whether I should tread tread near those. I've got oh. a mint Porsche cap. Mint. Have you? Yeah, but of course I don't own a Porsche, so I'm in that Joey well, from Friends. Yeah, but they see because funny enough, did you see? Uh, was it last week that Porsche announced they've got this um, collab, as people say now, with Nike, and they've come up with a range of trainers, and each oh. each style is supposed to be inspired by a different generation of um, 911 Turbo. I've not seen this. Where yeah, did I? Where was ch- I? Ch- check them out. They, I, I can't remember if they fully revealed them or they've sort of. Yeah, they must have done because I've seen them. In, in are they as good Insta. as the, when Knight did the Delorean trainer? I mean, no, I mean, they're not that. The, the internet got broken when. Yeah, that I tell you about. Have I mentioned this before that we we blagged a pair uh, on Top Gear to talk about oh. on the news and when when one of the researchers rang up and went, could we could we just borrow a pair to, to show on the programme and talk about during the news segment and they went yeah we'll send some over and we were thinking oh hello and there's going to be a proper fight in the office if they say oh and you can hang on to them <laughs> if, but it'll depend what size they are that's right. People different sizes. They turned up. They were like size thirteen or something, so they were of no use to anyone. Oh, we did talk about. Of course, we did talk about this because I said, "Well, I am like a twelve and a half, so thirteen would have been bang on for me." Yeah, 
I think they wanted um, them back anyway. as well. They were uh, weren't they the ones where like people were buying them and then flipping them for sort of you know a thousand dollars or something? Yeah. Oh yeah, completely, completely. Anyway, some of the Porsche Turbo inspired trainers I think are actually quite nice, but unfortunately they say Porsche on them, and so you. I, I, I can't. I just can't. You've got because, one. You've got one. No, but I think I, I can't. I couldn't decide you if that one. makes it better or worse. And I think it makes it even worse than not having a Porsche. But no, can't do it. Shall I, shall I do it then? You could do it if you want. I mean, I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll do it. Bear in mind, I'm a silly prick who bought a pair of um, Adidas slash Adidas trainers that were a, a collab with um, the Japanese oh. design house Porter. And I Mr. bought them Porsche, purely because they had Porter written on them. And then I went, oh, no, now I've got a pair of trainers that have my own name on them. It looks like I had them made or something, and I look like a prick. So. You could be... <laughs> They're quite nice you, trainers, actually. They've got orange on them, which s- I really like. But You could start your own um, YouTube channel. You're going down yeah, the road. Yeah, I'd, I'd sort of, yes. Yeah, I'll start wearing hats and trainers with my own yeah. name on them. And uh, before you know it, I'm screaming hi, guys, into my own phone like a bell. <laughs> Anyway, Aren't we so, we, I thought we had made an agreement that we were going to answer some letters. Oh, for, well, some questions a, from I'm the going viewers, to be honest listeners. with you. It's a bit late now because uh, this is the point at which uh, we should probably wrap things up. No, that's a lie. Which usually we cues don't have to... 10 minutes of talk. <laughs> this <laughs> is our 10 minute warning. That's what Look, that is. You can, have, you can have three emails from, uh, from listeners. Okay, because, uh, I'd like that. I'd like it. Um, that's all I've got. Uh, all right, hang on. Well, let's go. Oh, uh, see, there's going to be. Oh, okay. Well, I've had one here from Craig Matheson. I hope that's how it's pronounced, Craig. Uh, first line is compliments. Can't read those out because I'm not Steve Wright. Um, he says, "How about people who drive cars <laughs> that have a speed-dependent retractable rear spoiler but choose to leave it out all the time?" Uh, um, Tesla Model X seems to be the worst offender right now, but also Merc GT. Uh, well, now, that, I'll tell you what that is for me. What? It's taking, if you're a male, it's like taking a little blue pill and wearing some quite tight tracky bottoms. Yeah. That's what that is. <laughs> the funny thing yes. is, the Tesla Model X, the early Model X, is the spoiler was a retractable one, and now it isn't. They... I had some problem with the mechanism not working properly and in sort of true sort of Tesla slightly freewheeling random style rather than go back to the lab and redevelop it to work properly they just went screw it we'll make the spoiler fixed so all those Model X's and it really annoys me as well I'm glad that Craig's picked up on this all those Model X's running around apparently with their extendable spoilers always extended that's because they won't go down they're now fixed Mm. in place which is just sloppy because it's got that well that it should be able to go into so it just looks gash but anyway um yeah i do find (laughs) that slightly irritating uh craig and um, i've done it i've done it with test cars just to see there is a level yeah but there is definitely a level of blendery with uh i did it with an amg gt i think that was the last car probably left it out as it were <laughs> leave, <laughs> leave it, it out. out i left leave i left the spoiler hanging out uh, uh, yeah, i've got another I, message I here done. from uh, ian payne hello ian who says hi johnny thanks hi ian, ian. Not taking that personally. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Johnny. Loving the podcast and thought I could tell you about a Robert Plant car of the early 80s. My dad sold a 1958 Nash Metropolitan to Robert Plant in about 1983. He was wow. buying... This is, no, it gets better. He <clears> was <throat> buying it as a wedding present for Phil Collins. What? He, yeah, I know. <laughs> it's good, isn't it? 
That's, that's brilliant. This is, this is the kind of high quality email that we we like. Thank you, Ian. Uh, he goes on to say he turned up in a brown metallic Mercedes brackets, probably an S class. I don't remember oh. how clean it was, but I guess the colour was quite a practical choice. We delivered it down to Monmouth, where he met us at a pub and bought us a drink. Nice man. I was only eleven or twelve at the time. Monmouth. Yeah. Wow. Okay. This is great. This Uh, is well. He might have been because he might have been. If it was nineteen eighty-three, he might have been in Rockfield Studios, which is near Monmouth, because he recorded um, Big Log and stuff there. And I guess he probably did some other things. Of course, he was. um, Yeah, he was doing solo work by then, wasn't Mm. he? So one of the things that boggles my mind about Robert Plant is that that by the time the 80s came around, or or in 1980, Led Zeppelin split up, didn't they? It's like he he wasn't even 30, and he'd already done Led Zeppelin. He'd been in Led Zeppelin for the 70s, and that was it, done and over, and he wasn't even 30, and he had, you know, to decide what to do next, but it's it's pretty incredible. And also alive. And alive, yeah. Also Um, alive. That's really cool. I think I, he I've cleaned only... up by then as well, hadn't he? I think he was pretty. I mean, he likes a drink, but I think he was he was sort of relatively clean living by the time. I he think was he was relatively him and like like the Who. Daltrey is probably the cleanest member of the Who by quite a margin. Yeah, yeah. Um, and managed to escape the demons of drink and disco biscuits. And, <laughs> <laughs> and I, yeah, and I think it's weird because I, I had one message about Robert Plutt, someone saying that they live in the same village as him and they're, they're now trying, yeah, they're now trying to eagerly check out the cleanliness of his motors. I really hope we can get through to Plant. I think that valeting with Plant is just could become... Yeah, way better than like extreme fishing with Robson Green. I mean, seriously. <laughs> All right, here's your here's your third and final uh, listener email for today. Uh, Smith slash Sniff. It starts. It's from someone who uh, Steve um, has hi guys. To say hi, hi Steve, hi, hi, hi guys. Uh, he says on the recent podcast, I was heartened to hear Johnny recount his tale of spending time in the back of an Impreza STI taxi thrumming through the streets of Bristol. Nice use of the word thrumming there, Steve. Well, oh, that's good, good, good. Duh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Accurate. Um, I spent my university years in Bristol and can joyfully corroborate his story. There was oh, nothing better than ending a night out by giving the guy who owned the Impreza a call or text and hearing that unmistakable <laughs> boxer engine approaching the door of your favourite takeaway palace. He could certainly <laughs> drive the wheels off the car, often threading it through narrow streets with cars parked either side and with not much room to spare at speeds unobtainable by the more usual Vauxhall Zafira diesel. Best thing was That's if your brilliant. group had more than four people to get home, his brother slash cousin slash friend would roll up in a Milano red Honda Accord type R. Oh wow! Oh, this is, so I wasn't I wasn't imagining, you this. imagining it, and it gets better. And they would then proceed to take separate routes to your house, and in inverted commas, see who could get there first. <laughs> 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 yes! Who this knows how they got away with it? And I certainly don't think they had a hackney carriage license. But for a car nerd, there was nothing better. In regards, Steve. Thank you, Steve. That is fabulous, Steve. Um, you've you've uh, made it. extra you've made information it to uh, to one of Johnny's faint memories that's 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 fabulous um i love that because it means that i wasn't lying you, were, you weren't lying or even hallucinating yeah no that's great well Who we really were should those guys i don't know i mean obviously steve's information <laughs> is tremendous but if if anyone else has supplementary information on that or indeed anything else then please drop us a line smith and sniff at gmail.com we do like hearing from you and thank you to everyone else who's written in. we'll go through some more emails at some point and we do read them all uh uh, that's all I've got to say, really, except thank you for listening. Um, I have 
three things to share with you. One, Johnny has a solo YouTube channel called The Late Break Show with lots of excellent video treats on there, including an electric MG and uh, a brilliant chat with Chris Harris in two parts, which you should definitely check out. Number two, I've still got a book out. It's called The Boring Book of... No, it's not. It's called The Medium-Sized Book of Boring Car Trivia by Sniff Petrol. It's available exclusively on Amazon and uh, Volume 2 will be out in a couple of weeks. And the third thing I have to tell you is that in the sitcom Frasier, the actor who played his dad actually grew up in Manchester, which is ironic as uh, Jane Leaves, who played Daphne in the show and affected a northern accent for the programme, was actually from Sussex. Really? Yeah. That's brilliant. That's a great piece of trivia, that is. I couldn't compete with that. I was going to say... The guy that played the um, fretless bass in Paul Young's Wherever I Leave My Hat as My Home <laughs> is actually a Welshman with the least Welsh name I think I've ever heard in my life. And his name is a Welshman, Pino Palladino. Pino Palladino? <laughs> his name is Pino Palladino and it's apparently an, it, was a, it was an ace session bassist and he did all of the fretless bass work in Paul Young's Wherever I Leave My Hat. Well, there's lovely, isn't it? Um, tidy tidy <laughs> sponking um, and on that possibly racist note let's uh, let's finish so thank you for listening uh, we'll see you again next week goodbye goodbye what does Pino Palladino drive oh man planning for your next trip elevate your travel style with Quinn's Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.